everyone and welcome back to our endurance race podcast we took a little bit of a hiatus to celebrate christmas and to be with family and friends and reflect on the birth of jesus christ but now we are in 2023 and we're here to start the new year off right so today we're going to jump right back into our podcast and begin with my new friend landry who is a fitness enthusiast and self-proclaimed jesus freak so you know i already love her and this is going to be a great conversation so let's dive in to my conversation with Landry. Hi, today I'm with my friend Landry, who is from Texas. She is a Jesus freak and fitness guru. So we are very blessed to have her with us today and excited for what she's going to talk about. So first, tell me about your journey to Jesus and getting into that relationship with Jesus Christ. Good. So I grew up in a Christian home, so I've always known Jesus, read the Bible, different things like that. I accepted Jesus into my heart when I was second in second grade, and then I got baptized, I think, when I was like 10 or 11. And then I grew up and I went to a private school until about sixth grade, because that's as far as the private school went. And then middle school, seventh and eighth grade, I went to public school. It, those were very, very hard years. Middle school is already hard, but going from private school to public school was even more hard. It was very difficult. Begged my mom every single night to like, keep me at home. I don't want to stay here. <laughs> and then went to high school and then went to college in the same hometown. So I've pretty much been in the same town all my life. But my journey with the Lord even though I had accepted Christ into my heart and I had, you know, been baptized and all that stuff and grew up in the church, I didn't really connect and understand that it was truly a relationship and something that you have to grow every single day until this past summer. And it sounds crazy to think about because it's like, I've been a Christian all my life. I grew up Christian. I went to church, you know, all these different things. But like, I look back now and it was almost like I was just labeled a Christian, if that makes sense. Like I I look back and I don't truly feel like I had that relationship with Christ that, you know, you always hear people talk about that they have, and it's like super in-depth and all this stuff. And so this summer, this past summer is when I really got connected with God. And I think a lot of it was I just decided that this summer I was going to do something a little bit different. I was going to kind of step away from the usual things that I did, like social media that was overtaking my life, um, you know, trying to do certain things on my own. I loved fitness. I graduated with a degree in foods and nutrition, so I knew I wanted to do something with that. But for the past few years or so recently, I have just kind of fallen into this trap of trying to find something that was going to make me successful, trying to find something that was going to make me feel full and satisfied and nothing was working. I just kept failing and I would try something different and then I would fail again and I would try something different. And it just like, I kept going in this circle, in this roller coaster over and over. And so anyways, this past summer, I decided, you know what, I think I'm just going to take some time to kind of do some more, maybe Bible studies, read the Bible more. Cause I had kind of just, yeah, God was in my life, but it was like, okay, I did my devotional for the day and I'm done. And so um, this past summer, when I really dug a little bit deeper is where I got really, really 
connected with him and it was a very transformative summer. And so it was a pretty neat experience. Praise God. You know, um, I have similar story, I guess. You know, I was saved when I was seven and always considered myself a Christian, but it was about a year or two ago that I actually fully surrendered, like, God, here, I am not much, but here I am, use me. And, um, and he will. And, you know, sometimes it's taking that time, like you said, to really dive into the word and spend time and say, God, where are you? And I'm trying to find you. And sometimes it comes through trials and tribulations, like, I can't do this anymore. I, I can't do this. So, too, I, I really enjoyed that you said, you know, I just did my devotional in the morning. I think so many times we think, oh, we did our devotional. We're good. But I don't know about you, but I'm always pouring out, too. I'm pouring out into the lives of other people all the mm -hmm. time. And if you're not filling your cup, we hear it said all the time, you got to fill your cup, got to fill your cup. Well, how do you do that? Well, it's got to be an all day, every day thing with Jesus. You know, it's not just, I've done my devotional, I'm good. It's that lunchtime, I need to be singing hymns or I need to be listening mm -hmm. to good music. And so quickly, we can deplete ourselves with the things that we are consuming. Consumed by social media. Oh, yeah. Consumed by secular music. Consumed by things that are not good. What you put into your body and into your mind is what's going to come out. You know, whether it's performance mm -hmm. and nutrition, what you're eating is going to affect your performance. And if you are putting in secular music, that's what's going to come to your mind when you're going through a difficult moment in that day. Um, you teach school, right? Yes, middle school science, and then I'm also a coach. Yeah, so that's a lot. And you give of yourself to those students, I'm sure, every day. And so being able yeah. to put yourself with Jesus in the morning and then again at night, and, you know, throughout mm -hmm. the day is really important. Mm -hmm. Praying throughout the day. It's not just a one-time thing. It's a relationship thing. And mm -hmm. it's a daily surrender to Christ. I think a lot of times we think, oh, well, you know, I'm saved and that's good. But mm -hmm. it's a daily surrender. And that's what the relationship is. Amen. So tell yes, me more about, um, tell me more about teaching middle school science. How is that? <laughs> well, funny story. When I went to college, um, I was kind of in like a weird place during high school. And so I just kind of felt like I just didn't have a purpose. And so when I went to college, I didn't get in, accepted into the school that I had always wanted to go. And so that's why I ended up just going to the school that here in my hometown. Um, and it's not a bad school. It's a great school, but it's just not where I wanted to go. And so that just kind of devastated me. And then so going into that, um, I just didn't really try in coming up with like, what do I want to major in? What do I want to work in? What do I want to pursue? Different things like that. And so um, I ended up just doing education. I went into school to be a teacher and it's not what I wanted to do. And about a year into school, I guess about a year and a half, I was like, you know what? This is not what I want to do. Like, I've got to figure something else out. Like, I don't want to be a teacher. All Like, lots of people in my family were teachers. And so it was kind of just something that I chose because it was really all I knew at the time. And so I decided, you know what? I don't want to be a teacher. So I prayed and I worked. When I say pray, I didn't necessarily pray. Like, when I was praying, I was like, God, I need you to do this for me. Like, I never approached mm -hmm. prayer like I do now where you are praying and you're truly thanking God for who he is, thanking God for what he's done in your life. 
and asking God, if it's part of your will, lead me to it. I was telling God, this is what I want to do, and I need you to give it to me. And so anyways, God was still amazing how he is, and he is faithful and gracious and gives mercy. And as I was kind of researching and trying to figure out what I wanted to do, he woke me up one night, physically woke me up one night and said, you are going to help people. Mm. Now, of course, when that was said to me, I had no idea what he meant and I didn't really understand it. But the next couple of days I found um, the degree foods and nutrition and I really didn't know anything about it, but I was like, this would be super fun. Nutrition would be something really fun to learn about. I could, you know, become a dietitian. I could do all of these different things. And so that's what I ended up changing my major to. Fast forward, I graduated college, got a job that was away from my hometown, about three hours from my hometown. And it was horrible. That's all I guess mm-hmm. I have to say. <laughs> it was not a good time. Um, I was in a really, really tough place yet again. And so I was getting married that January after I had graduated because I graduated in August. And so I accepted the job. I lived from August till about January um, in that town working, hating that job, ended up quitting. Um, and it was really hard because it just, I felt like my life was falling apart and like, why did I just quit this job? But I just knew that I could not continue working there. Um, and so anyways, I got married. My husband and I stayed in that town looking for jobs. And then that's about the time that um, when COVID had hit and all of that mm-hmm. stuff. So it was hard, hard to find a job. And so we ended up moving back to our hometown because we're actually both from um, the same place. And so we were here kind of working in and out, doing a couple of things just to get some money. And then this teaching job opened up. Um, and it's actually the school that I went to growing up where I accepted um, Christ into my heart and different things like that. So it was so cool. But at first I was like, no way. Like I went to school to be a teacher and then I quit. I'm not coming back and I'm not going to be a teacher. Like I don't want to do it. Anyways, God was like, nope, you're going to be a teacher. So I ended up accepting the job and here I am. This is my third year teaching there. I really thought after that first year teaching, I was like, okay, I'll just teach, make some money. And then after this, I'll figure out what I'm going to do. And God's going to lead me to a different spot jokes on me i am still here my third year now i will say that this year my third year teaching my attitude and my heart towards it is completely different last year my heart was not in it i did not want to be there i did not want to teach because i knew that there was something else that god wanted me to do but i finally after this summer being transformed from all of that studying and really deepening my relationship with him he has showed me that even though there may be spots in life that I don't necessarily want to be, it's still part of his plan and he needs me here right now. I don't know where I'll be within the next five years or so, but if this is where he needs me to be, then this is where I'm going to be. And it's been really cool to see, like look back and see my own transformation just because I just did not expect to be here and to truly enjoy it. Um, but this is my second year coaching my third year teaching, I get to pour life into these kids, Mm -hmm. not just science, but because I am at a private school, I get to pour into them about Christ, about the Bible. We, you know, we get to learn about who God is. And so it's really cool that even though I'm at a place that I didn't necessarily want to be, I still get to do something that is in my heart and that I want 
to do with fitness and with my faith. But going back to the part that we talked about while ago about pouring from an empty cup, it has, that saying has not been more true in my life than this year of teaching. I think that's a lot of why last year was so hard for me is because I was never filling my cup up. I just showed up and tried to do what I thought was good and what I thought was okay, but I was doing it from my own strength. And this year, now that I am, you know, truly pouring into myself, I'm able to pour out to other people. And it may sound crazy, but most of the time it looks like waking up at 4.30 in the morning so that I can get my alone time with God. And if that's what I have to do, that's what I have to do because I can't go back to where I was, where I was trying to pour from an empty cup and trying to find strength for myself. And so it truly does go back to be filling up your own cup to be able to pour into other people. So was there a pinpointed time when you're, when something happened or you're just like, I can't do this anymore. Something's got to change. Something's got to be different. I'm missing something. Was there something that happened or just this hole in your heart that's like, I, I just can't do this anymore. There's something not right. So actually at the beginning of last year, so I've always had the desire and this want to ever since I graduated with Foods and Nutrition and ever since God woke me up that day and told me that I was going to help people, I knew that there was something inside of me that wanted to do something with health and fitness. Like that's what my dream was. That's what I wanted to do. And for the longest time, I divided or I guess separated my health and fitness from God. Like I thought they couldn't be the same thing or they couldn't be together. And so I would like do my little devotional over here and then I would do my health and fitness stuff over here. Like I never brought them together. And then last year, towards the middle of the year, I guess it was around Christmas, I decided, okay, you know what? Maybe I'll approach it and I'll like combine them together and make it that way. And then maybe I can reach more people or become more successful or actually grow a business, blah, 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 blah. So I decided to, I worked really hard. I actually really prayed over it. I did all of these things and God led me to this idea of creating you know, a new Instagram page, a new email list, a new thing, whatever it was, all these little details were kind of put into place. And I was patient and I did all the things that he told me to do. But as soon as I saw, I guess you would say success or some kind of answered prayer, I took it and I ran and I didn't let him continue to lead me on the path. And so I taught classes. Um, they were very small, just mainly like local friends and family and I taught them like I guess three days a week and I really enjoyed it but it was one of those things where I said I was faith and fitness but I literally would just be like okay we're gonna pray before I work out and then we worked out and we were done like that was all that I did um and so towards the end of the school year I guess May area that's when it led into this past summer of you know what something has got to change like there's there's more to this than just showing up and working out and praying over your workout. Like that's, that's nothing. I was still, you know, even though God had led me to certain things, he had given me information. He gave me details. There was still something more that I knew was there. And that's when I decided, okay, what, you know what, I've got to devote my life and I've got to devote every inch of my life to God. I can't just 
say that I'm going to devote my life to him or say that I'm going to do certain things. And then I end up not doing anything with him. Like I put like this little label of, yes, I'm faith and fitness, but in reality, I'm doing it so that I can become successful and that I can grow a business and that I can, you know, do what I want to do instead of looking at it as a way of what does God want me to do? And so that's what's what kind of brought me to the point of, you know what, I can't keep doing this anymore. I had done it over and over and over. God gave me something and then I took it and ran instead of staying with him and truly listening to what he was wanting me to do for his kingdom and do for the health and fitness industry and try to help change the health and fitness industry, if that makes sense. Yeah, I think that's great. And um, a lot of times I like to run with things as well, but sometimes I've realized God wants you to walk in it. Like here you are. Mm -hmm. Yes, you, you took the leap of faith. You're where you're supposed to be now. And you don't necessarily know what's coming next. Now you've got to walk in it. You've got to walk in faith and not by sight. You don't get all the details. You don't know everything that's going to happen. You're to walk. And I'm like, um, but I'm, I'm ready to run. And God has showed me lately, like, you're going to walk. Like, my whole thing is run the race with endurance. And I'm like, I'm ready to run. And he's like, okay, but sometimes you walk. And now you're going to walk. And so I'm like, oh, okay. I teach a spin class and I have taught the spin class for a while now. And I tried to keep music fun. You want to come to spin class and you want upbeat music. You know, you, you're, it's a cardio, it's a hit class. But God placed on my heart maybe a year ago, you're going to change your music. You're going to change your music because you don't know what day somebody has had. You don't know what they're coming in from. So we are going to. We're going to have Christian music, the up, most upbeat Christian music I can find. Um, mm -hmm. But we're going to have Christian music. We're going to be encouraged. You're going to hate me a little bit because your legs hurt, but you're going to enjoy it more the next day and the days to come as you're working on not only your physical strength, but hopefully you are encouraged and you get a different feeling than when you go to a class of just secular music and you're just there for the workout we're there to sometimes we're talking about jesus while i'm huffing and puffing in the middle of a, trying to teach class and just to have music that is more honoring to god and that we can also work out to but i had to change my whole playlist and i feel like my classes have slowly gotten bigger so god is honoring that and i've always said i don't know who's going to show up to class but whoever is going to be in class is who God wants to be in class that day. And I had a friend tell me one time that I taught for an entire year to two people. And I was really discouraged. But then something happened to one of the people. And they were like, this class and you showing up every day helped save my life because I was in a better spot. So you never know what that one person or two people are going to make. Like you just keep pushing forward, even though. Sometimes it's super discouraging. You have a class of like one person or two people. and you, But I've come to realize whoever God wants in my class that day is who's going to be there. And if it's a one-on-one, -on -one, then you pretty much got a personal trainer. And we get to have better conversation. Uh, but just to be obedient and to walk in whatever God's given you. It may be a situation. It may be this fitness journey. But you have to have that 
obedience. And I think that you're spot on with, with your thinking, really. And I was actually thinking of a verse earlier, and it was in First Timothy. And I'm going to read from the ESV. And it says, Have nothing to do with irrelevant silly myths. Rather, train yourself for godliness. For while, the train, while bodily training is of some value, godliness is of value in every way as it holds the promise for the present life and also the one to come. So I think that that's a reminder that our fitness is of some value, but what's more valuable is the pursuit of Christ and godliness. And when you can take your love and passion for fitness and your love and passion for Jesus and get those to intersect and reach people that come for that workout because they've had an awful day or the stress in their life, but you're able to point them back to Christ and encourage them, you're doing your job. That's what you're, you know, set out to do. It's really cool that you shared that verse because that's actually the verse that God led me to, to bring me out of that, I guess, worldly view of what health and fitness was and that it's truly more about training for the kingdom. It's training for eternal life. Like that is why we are here. We are not here to train and get the physique that we see on social media or, you know, gain the followers or gain just the reputation or whatever. And yeah, you want a good reputation, but is it for the world or is it for the kingdom? And so um, that was something that God led God and it was, it was pretty powerful. And so that's neat that you shared that. God has a way of um, working things out and speaking to us and confirming things. Like it's, I always enjoy when I hear someone um, say a verse that was put on my heart or, you know, that I just read and I'm like, ah, you know. Yeah. Thank you for listening to my mom's podcast. Let us next time. Hey friends, like I said earlier, I often run in the mornings when it's still dark outside with my running pals. For a while now, we have been wearing Knox Gear Light Up Vests to keep us safe. You can head over to my Instagram page, Our Endurance Race, and look for the link in the bio to check them out. I can't recommend them enough. Mine has lasted for a couple of years and is still going strong. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, share it with a friend, and take a look at Knox Gear on my Instagram page.